We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Navis, and with me today is not producer to find Brian Goins. Uh, I don't even know where Brian is. Brian's lost at sea, or, or I don't know wherever. Where we are. Yeah, we're all we're all kind of lost. It's kind of a lost time for us right now. That voice you heard is our professional screw up, Alex Toledo. What's up? We also have our anime lover and professional Photoshopper, Brass Jazz. What's up, everybody? And uh, we actually have NBA stuff to talk about today. Remember to check out our family of shows at Blue Wire, including Megan Rapino and Two Birds' new podcast. Check that out at our network. Look at that. We are official. We're going big time. Love to be happy with the Blue Wire family. And uh, just check everything we got over there. Uh, basketball stuff, boys. We got news. We got topics to debate. Listen, we lasted the whole last dance. and didn't even lean on it for content. How about that? I didn't watch it. Wait, man, I didn't watch it either. Alex, did you watch Last Dance? That's crazy. I did not watch. I had no interest in it. That's crazy. How are you like such a basketball diehard and have no interest in it? Like I wanted to watch it in the beginning. I was like, I'm really excited, and then the idea of I have to watch it at like whatever time it was on Sunday night. I missed the first episode totally. Went over my head. I was kind of not on Twitter that much, so I it went over my head, and I was like, ah, I'll just catch up on the two episodes during the week. 
and I just never did. And then another week went by, and eventually I, I kept telling myself I'm gonna catch up. You should watch it. That's the right. last that's what I'm show say. I watched was Tiger King, and that was like two weeks into fucking quarantine. So that's why. Man, I, that I just, feels like forever ago. Tiger King feels like last year. Yeah. Oh my god, Tiger King craze. That was fun. That was when we were all kind of home, and now like the country's scattered. Some people are not home. Some people are home. It's crazy. Yeah. Time has flown by. Um. Yeah, no, I don't know. I Last Dance was something that I, I really I, I want to get to, but now like a ten part series is daunting. I was just like, oh, that sounds whole ten it's, hours. It's a full nostalgia blanket. I mean, the Jordan. There's some highlights in there that I had never seen of Jordan, and I and that's somebody who I, I grew up watching Jordan YouTube highlights. And the, 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 honestly, it's not the most objective documentary. I've heard that. But like it's really good. It's extremely entertaining, and like the Jordan, you know, Jordan reacting to the iPad and him just, you know, telling like, stories about the early '80s. Like, there's so much good shit in there, man. It really is it is. not as fun without the internet? Because everybody had the communal experience of watching it together with Twitter. No, it's good. It, I think it's that good. I I was all okay. in. Like, I wasn't watching it with Twitter. Most a lot of times, I wasn't catching it live, and I I loved it, man. Yeah, okay. I I kind of I was I was actually really busy with shit at home like when it started, so I missed the first few episodes, and then uh, I heard a lot of negative kind of stuff. Like it's all like scattered and it's kind of all over the place time wise, and and so I heard some negative criticism to it, and then and eventually I just got so far behind. It's like man, it's like even it's like me and Marvel movies. How many freaking Marvel movies are there? There's like 28 okay. of them or something like that. That's I've different. Seen, I've seen like three. I haven't seen a Marvel movie since I got, since I got so far behind. I was like, oh man, I can't watch the Avengers because I didn't see Captain America or or four, <laughs> so I'm just I'm gonna wait. I'll catch up eventually, and then all of a sudden, you know, the, all these other and the, boom, all, and all of a sudden, Endgame comes out, and it's like, well, I've seen three of them. That's it. The, the listen, sometimes I'm never catch up, and that's just the how the train it goes. has left. There's nothing you could do. It's gone. That's how I am with with uh, Game of Thrones. I was like, yeah, I was gonna watch it, but now it's just so far back. The ending was terrible. And people will still tell you it's worth the watch, even knowing that the end is terrible and even knowing what's going to happen. But you should have watched it like I watched it. I only saw the last season. I just went to I went to watch parties. My friends had watch parties and I would go and I would stream the Raptor games, the playoff games while we'd watch Game of Thrones. It was great. It was a fun experience for me. Crazy how you can just tie in the Raptors. No, because I just remember I remember watching Kawhi shot and I ran around the room. It was it was incredible, um, but you know what? Today we're gonna talk Heat basketball. We're gonna we're gonna talk about. So they're talking about possibly hosting the NBA in Orlando at the uh, Disney Worldwide um, Sports Complex. Seems like it's gonna happen. <laughs> you don't think it's gonna happen? No, it seems like it is gonna. Oh, happen. Oh, I was gonna say. I was like, it seems pretty. I, I think a lot of people. I know uh, Keith Smith has been really on top of that as a former Disney employee think uh, his sources are pretty good on this yeah, i think charles barkley said to today that his people at tnt feel like this is a hundred percent nba is a hundred percent happening which it's interesting because a lot of people i know ethan alex on your show five on the floor he was really he really thought early on that no the season was done it was just it was just gonna get canceled i mm-hmm. did too a lot of people did zach Lowe, Bill simmons a lot of people in the media. so much money involved that it's, i can't see it not happening at this point so a couple things have happened the last week. We have this whole Orlando proposal, right? That seems likely that's going to happen. And then Brian Windhorst said on Get Up today, um, was it Get Up or the Jump? Whatever. Uh, Brian yeah. Windhorst on on some ESPN show that airs in the morning said that the NBA is is considering a one through sixteen format. 
right? Which would have the Heat playing uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder in the first round as opposed to uh, the Pacers. So that is interesting for two reasons. One, I think a lot of us were under the assumption that the league would try to get every team to 70 games so that they can all have the same amount of games and they could fulfill certain CBA television contracts or whatnot. Uh, I've The news has seemed that they're just going to jump into playoffs and forego getting that even number, which yeah. I think is interesting because the Heat currently sit right now, if you look at 1 through 16, uh, they're a half a game back of Utah and they're half a game above Oklahoma City. Uh, they're two games back of the Denver Nuggets. So certainly room for some jockeying if they get an extra five games. The Heat are at 65 games, by the way. So five more games will get them to 70. But if they if they don't – I don't have the bracket in front of me. I'll pull it up. But if, if they don't play any extra games and they just jump into a 1-16. to 16, 16, yeah. Um, does that come out to eight – of each conference or does someone get screwed? Is there an eight seed in one in either the West or the East that gets screwed? So I'm nope. pretty sure Orlando makes it. Yeah. Orlando makes it. So I think, I think every, because remember the bottom of the West. Yeah. yeah. Works out to be eight and eight or Yeah. Eight and eight. It just kind of works out perfectly because new Orleans is sitting at point four three nine as a nine seed and Orlando's at point four six two. Wow. These teams are bad at the bottom. Woof. It's probably honestly that's probably the only that's the saving grace. That's probably the only reason they can really get away with this. Because imagine, imagine being an eight seed. Imagine if the Magic, who would be at home, quote unquote. Oh, cut out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm, you've been zoned out. I, I am still pissed off. Aaron Gordon's gonna get home court after that fucking music home video. Home court with what? I mean, I guess they're gonna be used to playing in front of empty crowds. So like, it's not like the Magic crowd is this uh, weird, you know fiery plays the crowd suck over there kind of like yeah. houston and atlanta so actually i'm glad that you kind of bring that up brass because before we get into like all that jockeying stuff because it's going to be a neutral side and there's not going to be a crowd does that help or hurt the heat so the heat have been a really 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 good home team and they've been a really really lousy road team they're 27 and 5 at home and they're 14 and 19 on the road. So they're sub 500 at home at away and they're a juggernaut at home. They have I think the second fewest losses at home. Yeah, after Milwaukee. They have five losses and the Bucks have three losses. I don't know. So the Heat would have been a four seed in their Eastern Conference so they would have had one home court thing, right? And then in the second round they, they probably wouldn't have it depending on who wins. Do you think the neutral side helps them that they don't have to play road games? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point because that was their weakness, road games. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe their strength. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe their weakness wasn't away games, but their strength was home games. I don't think. I don't know if it really matters in this case. Just I mean, it's it's gonna matter, right? Because like either. I mean, there we know that the. I mean. The Heat fans get a lot of shit nationally, but we know that those are good home crowds. Alex, you're there almost every game. Like, th- people love this team. Tyler, all that stuff. No, sure. Right, right. There, Okay, so so there, there is the... But my point is there is the absence of a home game for everybody. Yeah. But what you don't have is the advantage of a home game for anybody. You know what I mean? But so I, I feel... Like, I think the Heat have like leveraged that advantage more than anybody so oh, that's why this, i'm wondering yeah in the last couple of seasons i mean if there were yeah they, they were they were a better row team 
the last couple seasons. Am I wrong or am I like throwing no, out? No, they've been a, a good, historically, the Heat have always been a good road team. I yeah. guess this team has a weird mix of really young players and veterans. I imagine it'll, I actually don't know how the young players are going to respond to that. I think, I think vets might be a little more used to it. Maybe young players, uh, it might be a weird adjustment for them. Have they gone into the detail? Adjustment for everybody. Yeah, think, yeah. It's 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 like, it's almost hard to predict how any of this will play out because I think that we look at it as a neutral site, but a team so Jekyll and Hyde like the Heat, they're completely, they're two completely different teams home and away. They're have dominant they, at home. Yeah. Have they gone into any detail of how they're going to handle the games in terms of like, are they going to pump in crowd noise? Are they going to go a like, lot of discussion? So in Germany, the Brooklyn Nets to this day pump in like the Brooklyn chant that never starts in the crowd. That's always through. So this. Lame. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Are that, you guys anti crowd so pumping in of crowd noise? If they do an empty arena? Nah, I'm not against it. No. I'm not. Did I'm you guys a- see the video of the German soccer league? What they did? Yes. Yeah. 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 What'd they so- do? They pumped in crowd noise. It just had like, like. Oh, yeah, I, heard, I had heard, I had heard soccer had done that. Yeah. No, hey, makes- listen, as long as you focus the camera on the court and you don't get the stands, yeah. I, listen, you could for the viewer at home, you could create the optical illusion. Listen, let's just let's go all out. Let's make it like two K. And when the when the, when the away team goes up for free throws, you shake them like two K. Oh, that'd be great. Listen, I was thinking like if you have like a guy like pressing controls like at a radio like at a radio station like a board op, and like when like the a team scores, it's like ah like a crowd right it's not just like a continuous crowd noise it's like levels to it. like cheer are they, you, oh you know are what they, I mean? are they gonna are they gonna fly in the uh the the announcers though like are the he gonna have no, like, i mean you can you can you like can that? do announcing like uh, remotely i mean a lot of a lot of teams do that soccer teams how do, do we that. how do we know that they're not good because of biamani this year that's true no mike b that's a big deal that's a that's a huge loss Huge. Okay, anyone, anyone that anyone tell you if the, if you you go to a heat game, have you been to any heat games without Mike B doing the announcing? I've been to one. It was weird. Same man. It's it just weird. Not. He wasn't there one game, and it was odd. It's I like did. that one time Eric missed a game, and Jason Jackson had to do the play by play. So I weird. think that was in the middle of the twenty seven game win streak too. It was oh. just it was just weird. I was like, I I've never I've never heard a heat game that Eric's not doing this. I don't like this. I I want Eric back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I don't like I. I mean, I, if they play the Pacers or the Thunder, I think those are two pretty even matchups for Miami in terms of kind of on course skill level. I mean, in the East they'd be the four five, and then in the other format, I think they'd be the eight nine. Um. And they both rank similarly on both sides of the ball. Like the the Thunder and the Pacers are both uh, in top ten defense and middle of the pack offense. So I think funny that it would be the Thunder that they would play in this, uh, you know, in the straight seating scenario with you know everything that happened before the season with Chris Paul, everything that happened midseason with Gallinari, and you know a, a potential Miami Heat suiting. I mean, trying to go after Gallinari this summer, coming off the the, the Heat Thunder matchup. There's some storylines here. And the 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 whole Chris Paul, like think about if my, and not even the, the justice window trade that they don't have justice. And like now the whole season's in flux, but the fact that they didn't pull the trigger on Gallo and they could have so many things that have changed. Yeah. I, I kind of like the idea of them going one through 16. I think it's a good experimentation for the league. I think if you're going to experiment, you might as well do it now. There's no, there's going to be no better chance than to just try something. Yep. 
he clearly wanted to to, to try it. Yeah, you're right. This is the time. If there's right? absolutely, this is the time. Because most people thought it was going to be over. I I was convinced it was over. I didn't think it was going to happen, Alex. I don't think you thought it was going to happen either. What the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, I was back and forth, but the money thing was what kept tipping me to the side of yeah, it's going to happen eventually. But I'm, I mean, is it going to happen in July? Who knows? But <laughs> I do think they're just going to try to make it happen. But uh, I like the Pacers matchup better for the Heat than the Thunder one, by the way. I've been back and forth. So I think Oladipo having this much time to get healthy is an X factor that I'm a little scared of. I think the Thunder and Brogdon. And Brogdon. I think the Thunder are more of a known quantity. I think if Indiana gets a little healthier, there's not going to be a lot of like game footage and the prep is going to be a lot harder for the coaching staff. That's fair. I just think the, what do you call it? The, the, the Thunder's offensive game plan is kind of centered on all the things the Heat are weak against. It's the point of attack. They're three, you know, they're three guard, uh, they're three headed dragon of guards with Chris Paul and Shea and Schroeder. They all average like 18 or 19 points. And you got Gallinari putting up another 19. You can't start Myers. You can't start Myers if you're going to – I mean, I guess you could, but then you would have to put Bam on on Gallo and, and Myers on Steven Adams. Like, it's not – the Pacers would be a cleaner matchup to me. Is what, But I do get what you're saying. Oladipo's got he, – if he gets healthy, that's going to be tough. Brogdon is such a good pick-and-roll player. I mean, so is Chris Paul. So, I mean, I, I guess that the point is a wash. But, I mean, Brogdon, before he got hurt and before Oladipo got there, I mean, he was completely – tormenting teams in that pick and roll and now you got two guys two strong guards that can really i know miami's backline defense or has been a big issue of theirs. so guys like kendrick nunn and tyler hero uh that's a lot of pressure for guys that are just stronger than them coming off the pick and that kind of stuff worries me more than a guy like chris paul who's just going to tear you up regardless and i think you can focus your game plan more easily to stop him than rather kind of these bigger wings that Indiana has. That's fair. The one thing for me that I don't like with the Thunder matchup is the defensive end. It's like, how are you? Are you putting Jimmy on Chris Paul? Like, what are you going to do? You want Kendrick Nunn or Goron or whoever they end up starting, just guarding Chris Paul? They're not going to have Jimmy. I I think they're going to need Jimmy on offense, and I just I think that they're going to have it at times. I. That's a problem. That's a problem. He's going to tear up whoever's guarding him. I think you can load up. I think you can I think you can realistically I don't think you should trap him at all. He's too good a passer. But I do think you can really kind of load up on the strong side of the ball and kind of force them to kind of swing whip the ball around the court instead of having the first pass kill you make it so that the second one kills you and make them earn it that way. I kind of think that's it's not like you know like teams kind of build the wall on Giannis. Because Miami doesn't have the perimeter defenders to do that, maybe they can do kind of something like that where they kind of really close off those driving lanes and really force those swing passes around and, and force their shooters to make shots. That's the thing, man. I kind of don't want them shooting, though. I, I Between those three guys, the three guards, and then you add Gallinari to the mix, that's... that's I just a- think Miami has specific defensive deficiencies that they just cannot... Like, Tyler and Kendrick and Duncan, they're just not going to be able to contain that pick and roll. They just won't. And there's nothing... It's not their fault. It's just who they are. They're young players, so... That's how I feel about the Thunder matchup too. And then on top of that, I just really don't I'm like I'm kind of coming around on what you're saying with, with Indiana, to be honest with you. Now that I'm really thinking about it. Indiana's good, man. And like the health thing is going to make a huge difference. Like I would have been way more confident if the playoffs started when they did and not, you know, in July. Uh, but 
the thing is you can still play Myers against Indiana. You can go, you can still play, start Myers at the, at the five next to Bam or however, however you want to, you know, classify them. Whereas against OKC, it's just, it's tougher to do. You got guys who are going to beat you at the point of attack who can all pull up on, against the drop defense. And it's like, do we expect Spo to bench Myers for a Jay Crowder or somebody else like that for a switch everything defense? I wouldn't be against it, but then you have, you know, Bam kind of, struggles against Steven Adams and guys like that who were just a lot bigger than him, both in height and weight. So I just don't know. I don't think there's an easy answer there. I would still feel good about the Heat beating them in a series, but I would feel more confident against Indiana than OKC. So, like, if they do go the OKC route, I do think that that's going to be a big Iguodala and Jay Crowder series. And I know that kind of toward the end of the year, Iggy was starting to play a lot better. He was kind of getting his legs under him. And Spo was very willing to switch everything a lot. They were switching even off-ball screens, right? So, like, when they would go those really small lineups with Bam at the five and Jay Crowder at the four, they were just like, all right, we're switching everything. Off-ball screens, whatever you got, we'll switch. Uh, Indiana, I I probably – I don't think Indiana shooters are that scary, so I don't think you need to go that far. Uh, But I think you could switch, like, the on-ball pick-and-rolls, especially between Brogdon. There is no shortage of action going on at exclusive partner Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24 7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness style NFL simulation tournament that you can enter for free. And coming up next Saturday, Bet Online has ex Chicago Bull Horace Grant, Bill Cartwell, and Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling After the Dance. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. Brass, what you got? Who do you want? I want Indiana. Cause it just cause of the, the hater, the hater in you. Yeah, I just you know, I just think that they. I don't know. I I I've, I've, you know, we need a rematch from earlier in the season. From the T.J. Warren thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's right. I totally yeah. forgot about this angle. We marked. I forgot talent. about the beef. Never mind. I want Indy for the game that never happened. Woof! So this is exactly what needs to happen. Hold on, wait a second. Wow, listen, that feels like two seasons ago. I totally forgot. That was th- that left the exodus of my memory. I forgot the yeah. kiss that Jimmy Butler left TJ Warren. A big fuck you to TJ Warren. Oh, I need this to happen. Could you imagine how fun? I mean, do you know the sad part is is that there's not going to be a crowd there? I know. Because that would have been the fun part. Yeah, they would have been going at him for sure. I mean, Jimmy's the kind of crazy that I don't think he'll care. Like, Jimmy doesn't need a crowd to egg him on. Like, Jimmy's just going to go at this guy. (laughs) It's going to be weird when guys fight and there's no crowd. (laughs) It's going to be so weird. If, like, this is going to be like... Like refs blowing whistles and just like there's like no yelling and booing. Like I'm used to booing when there's a fight. Have they talked about how long the series is going to be? I imagine it's just going to be the. I think they're going to want to main. I mean, if they're if they're yeah, there, yeah, the they're going to go seven the seven games. You know, best of seven series. You know what I mean? Especially if they're for if they're foregoing the whole uh you know play the last five or six games to reach seventy games thing. If they're like, oh, we'll forget about that money or whatever the hell they get out of that, they're definitely gonna go for 
seven game series in every round. I bet. I think a hundred percent they need to, if they're if they're going to do this. And again, I I don't think this whole thing is a good idea. But if they're going to go ahead and do this, <laughs> well, it's happening, brass. I think you just you go ahead and then you do you do the playoffs. I no think. No one wants I, your party pooping. I mean, whatever it is. I'm, whatever. I'm not saying. If they're gonna do it, then just do it. I'm, so, I'm not. I'm, I'm not telling. I'm not out here saying, "Don't do this NBA. This is a bad idea." But, but I just, I do think that like for these these teams, the the you know fucking Cavs and the the Knicks and stuff to be playing games for what? For no, what? No, Completely. No it's you know it's really lottery boring. balls, baby. Wow. So like that's the other thing. So if they're if they're gonna if they're gonna play some regular season games, they gotta push the draft back. They gotta push the lottery back. Another thing, are they gonna agree? Like they have to get like twenty teams to vote. I mean, twenty owners to vote to agree on the whole straight seating thing. We we can probably talk about that because is every team gonna are they gonna be able to get twenty votes? So let's let's look at the Bucks. The Bucks would have. Orlando, Miami, Oklahoma City, the Clippers, Dallas, Boston, and Philadelphia on their side. The Lakers have the Nets, the Jazz, the Rockets, the Raptors, the Grizzlies, the Nuggets, and the Pacers on their side if they go 1 through 16. Um, if I'm the Clippers, if I got to go through the Luka, then I got to go through the winner of Boston or Philly, and then I got to go through the Bucks, then to play the Lakers, I'd be pretty pissed if I was the Clippers. If I'm, if I'm Balmer, I'm like, fuck this, man. I think the, the Clippers and the, the Mavs play anyway. Yeah. Uh, Houston gets kind of screwed here. They play Utah and then the Lakers and then the winner of, of Toronto. and I mean, probably... the fact that like the, the, the straight seating thing would happen and the Rockets would still be playing the Jazz in the first round. It's, it's great. Just, I love it. They have to play each other. Like It's it, destiny. It's, uh, I, I, I actually don't really think that they'll have a problem getting the votes – um, if it's something that the league genuinely wants to test out, I really don't see a team that can have too many gripes. I could see the Bucks being upset that they have to play Miami, who gave them some trouble, but they would have had to anyway. And then the Clippers and then the Lakers. I can see them being like, well, wait a second. You know what I mean? We got the I mean, one seed. And... Wouldn't all the East teams kind of be uh, on the losing end of this a little bit? I mean, I think the Raptors kind of make out pretty good. Well. The Raptors, I think, get the best deal because they – I mean, let's say if a team's going to realistically make a run to the finals, it's going to have to be through one of the Bucks, the Bucks, and then one of the Lakers or the Clippers. So in the Raptors, they'd have to play only the Lakers on their side and then the winner of the Raptors and the Clip of the Bucks and the Clippers. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, for to be able to advance far, you're going to have to play all of those teams. And, and what I mean by that is, like, you know, the Lakers, the, the Clippers, the Bucks. And it's like the, also- the Raptors are used to winning with an asterisk <laughs> all day, baby. Um, That's funny. I, I, you know what? I, I'm kind of coming around to the idea that I think that they'll get the votes. I wonder. I wonder how the Heat would vote. Uh, honestly, I mean, they're gonna get the Bucks in round two anyway, right? So it's it's just the Pacers or the Thunder, and it's kind of a wash to be honest. But, uh, who, who do they? Who would they get? At? I mean, let's say they were to beat the Bucks, who would who would they get after? The Clippers. That's right. That's the difference right there, man. The Celtics or the, or the Sixers. We get Sixers Celtics round one. That's fun. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm fine with them just beating it up, beating them each other up like early Which on. Which is the NBA TV series here? We got Bucks, Magic, Heat, Thunder, Nuggets, Clippers, Mavs. Huh? Nuggets, Pacers. Nuggets, Pacers, Raptors, Grizzlies, Celtics, so Sixers, Jazz, 
uh, Rockets, Lakers, Nets. Yeah. I mean, even Raptors, Grizzlies is more interesting than Pacers. You got Jaw. You know what I mean? That, that, that's a fun series. I think people would like that. You got Jaw, the defending champs. Justice. Justice. Yeah. Justice is going to play or is he still hurt? Imagine if Justice plays and they upset the Raptors and they make their way to the Lakers. That'd be fun. How conflicted would you be? Could, huh? How conflicted would you be? Oh, my God. If Justice beats the – oh, my God. That'd be, that be that – I don't want that. I, I mean, that. we saw what Justice did to them in the beginning of the season, man. Justice better, man. He, better he was now. locking up. Better now. I'll watch his 10 parts. Justice part was a starting point guard. Remember that? Man, we started this year talking about if Justice is going to be the starter, and now we're wondering if we're even going to finish the damn season. <laughs> <laughs> man, life comes at you fast. You know what I mean? Woof. Real, man. I... I think that they're going to be able to get the votes. I, I'd i like to see this happen. I think it'd be fun. I think for the league to experiment now is the best time to do it. This is really the only time to experiment. Like if they're not going to do it now. Just they have a built-in excuse to do it. Yep. They have a built-in excuse to do it. Um, apparently, the Woj reported that on Friday, they're going to have a vote um, to talk about this they're gonna they're gonna have a call with the board of governors uh this friday to see like what's gonna go on i think they're gonna vote if i if i read that correctly so we'll probably get an answer by next week with the logistics of how this is gonna happen i think the idea of co- older coaches going is is interesting like are they gonna coach via skype that'd be fun how, how do you do that you know what i mean like what do you it won't be loud it won't be loud in there so maybe the players will be able to hear them from the computer you know what i mean i think uh i think like the heat have an edge because they have a young healthy coach right spose a pretty fit guy he's healthy oh, that's a good young. point that's listen point. built oh, in, in culture shape. huh he is in great shape Spoh he's is. a good he's a he's a very fit guy so like you know he's a young fit he's one of the younger coaches you know them and the celtics you know with their young coaches they have a built-in advantage here with yeah, coaches except, at the arena except that he'd actually have Spolster actually has playoff finals advantage so do we think if if they're if they're gonna start the if they're not let's say they don't start the playoffs and then they get the they get these five games what are the things you guys want to see out of the team going forward is it more how healthy is tyler has the rest benefited jimmy like has it helped goron like are there things that you guys are going to be looking for if they play at least five games to get them to 70 well something that Brass, I mean not Brass. Uh, Brian mentioned was I wonder if Spo is going to try to rework anything on the defensive end. I don't know really what there is to rework that because you know, like you said, they were already trying all of the switch everything stuff before they shut down the season, and their personnel is just kind of limits on how much you could really do, right? Like they don't have that much great defensive personnel. They have more bad defenders than good defenders, so it's really That's- tough to to make that work, but. I'm interested to see if Spo, you know, has new, you know, new li- uh, rotations or uh, new lineups, <laughs> new defensive game plan, anything like that. So Are there's going to be have any more rules because huh? like, like Major League Baseball, they're coming back. They have a whole bunch of rules. They're not allowed to spit on the field, not allowed to do a whole bunch of stuff. So does the NBA have more stuff? Like what if you're defending seven and you like cough in the back of their head? Are you going to get a penalty for that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm serious. That's a good they, point, um... man. They they said that they're gonna probably try to work a two week period in which everyone's kind of quarantined in Disney, um, which I guess could serve as a pseudo training camp. Yeah, yeah, get- it definitely will. They're gonna have to get back in shape before they 
maybe the, Alex, what you're saying is that they can kind of rework some of the defensive principles. And remember, like they just handed Spo two slash two point five brand new rotation players uh, that were going to play key minutes in the middle of the damn season. Yeah, that's uh, true. one of which is starting. So I'm sure that a training camp and uh, and we know how how the Heat organization is and how Spolster is. I'm sure that they've been working and thinking and tinkering uh, with kind of game plan stuff. So a two-week period, especially because the Heat made a pretty substantive uh, deadline move, I think that's going to help them a lot. Question. If they go right into the playoffs, how pissed off is Hassan that he's missing basketball at Disney? <laughs> yeah, because the places aren't in, man. They're not in. Hassan is living it up in... um, Hassan's living it up on, uh, on, on, on Snapchat and IG and all that. He's looking at having a fun time in quarantine. I miss. Listen, I, huh? Now that we're talking about it, I'm, it's kind of going through my head. The Heat were so right. Like, I mean, he came out as winners from this summer, right? Like, yeah, one hundred percent ahead of the Sixers, right? Ahead of the Sixers. Ahead of the Sixers. One, you won the season series three one. You know, the whole TJ embarrassed Warren, them, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like game one, it looked like the Sixers really had the Heat's number, and it just everything changed after that game. <laughs> Fucking flipped kind of like that that, that uh, Bucks Celtics series last year. When people were anointing Kyrie and the Celtics, and then they got swept. <laughs> yeah, Al Horford was the Giannis stopper for a game, and then it just kind of just fell over. I mean, don't forget the Sixers essentially assigned him to <laughs> for that same reason. Listen, the Sixers. Well, I mean, listen, we're a four seed with a future. <laughs> they are true. I mean, we talked a lot I'm, about. But we went. We went from not making a, not making the playoffs to a four seed and the future. So regardless of what happens here. Because the beauty of this if, is if we can get through this and we win, we're champions. And then if we get if we don't get through this and then we lose, it doesn't matter. It didn't, it didn't count. This is like the best case scenario for us, guys. It doesn't really matter. It's fine. You know what the – the um, Hassan the, is out of the playoffs. That was the last thing I forgot to say. Oh, yes, indeed. They, they you, really guys listen, you guys are a little harsh on Hassan. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, from the trade, everything that happened from the trade going forward, like, the Heat really came out as winners. I'm not even saying that. I kind of would rather Portland be in the playoffs. Like, I, I would rather. I want Dame. Who doesn't want Dame? Exactly. Like, I don't think Ja is really going to make anything happen in his rookie year in the playoffs, you know? Yeah, agreed. I think that the league salvaging the playoffs this season is really critical. And we talked about this last season about the salary cap and all the money that they were kind of set to lose. I know they've lost money regardless, but them kind of salvaging that cap a little bit is going to make a world of difference for Miami. I mean, they've been planning for 2021 this whole time. And if that were to get nixed, I mean, it just, they're investing in a, a, a over 30 star, right? Like they had to have 2021. Like this was all planned out for 2021. And the fact that the pandemic happened and COVID completely pulled the rug from under them, the league salvaging the playoffs, I, I think is more than just, in terms of sports, like more than just, Oh yeah, the the heat are going to get playoff games. Like it's going to be a critical thing for their salary cap outlook. I mean, these things are planned to the set. I mean, we, we've, we've joked on this show how Andy Ellisbury, the master is like rearranging pennies to get under taxes and to do all this stuff to fit all these players. Right. So like this stuff is something like this is just not foreseen. Mm -hmm. Nope. So I mean, my God, you know Pat would be would have been so pissed if you know the playoffs didn't happen. They lost all that money, and all of a sudden, twenty twenty one was just kind of 
looked like a real pipe dream. Like it not wasn't... just that, but the trades, because now you're stuck with Jay Crowder, and you're not sure if you can resign him because of the cap, and then you have the Goron situation, right? So you lost a young asset under team control for a bunch of guys that you just lost. Like well, I would argue that it, 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 I would argue that Corona has made it less likely that guys walk for more money. I think I think that the, the security is probably. No, but what I'm saying is that Brian said last show that the last kind of quote-unquote salary cap projections that he would be over the cap next season, right? Even with the money off the books. So, like, unless they're signing for a minimum, you know what I mean? Then that's what I'm saying. So, like... Right, Son, that's the thing that confuses me. I mean, are the Heat really going to go into the tax for for Jay Crowder? You know what I mean? Like, is that something that... But it's it's Jay Crowder, it's Goron, it's DJJ, it's Myers. Like, that's... That's a lot of people. So you, the, the, yeah. he probably can't pick everybody. You know what I mean? Like Goron, D- Derek, I think are priorities for them. Maybe not even Goron. I don't even know because considering they were <laughs> willing to let him go to Dallas in the offseason. Ethan mentioned something that I think is going to be interesting. I think they're going <laughs> to – they might not offer him this summer as much as they maybe had originally planned to because of everything that happened to Corona. Maybe the, one of the ways that they help like pay him back for coming off the bench all season is by starting him in the playoffs over Kendrick Nunn. I'm kind of with that. I don't think that they... I mean, do you think that they would do something to... Does Goron care? I mean, I, I'm sure he would like it. I'm sure he would like it. Is that really going to make up for... Hey, sorry we traded you. I mean, it's, it's not in their It's not in their hands, man. It's not in their hands. Everything it's just a weird up. favor. Like, hey, we'll start you. Like, what? I, I, mean, don't, think, I don't think that's how you want to treat your young player also. No, I but I mean, it's Goran Dragic, man. The guy's been here for five years. Like, I'm sure Kendrick Nunn could understand. He's been starting all year. Like, what is he going to complain about? The guy wasn't even supposed to be in an NBA team, and he was starting all year and was a rookie of the year candidate. Does Goran get his jersey retired at some point if he, like, finishes a career here? Only with the championship. I don't I don't think he does, but he's, like, he's pretty borderline, like. I mean, I love Goran. I, I love that guy. That guy, he's... I love him, too. He's, he's going to be, like, one of the longest-tenured Heat players, I think. Yeah. I, he's yeah he's he's awesome, but no, I don't think I don't think it does get retired. I don't think so. I, I really think that we're... I really think the idea of they might just lose Derek and Jay and or Goron and, My, or, and or Myers is, like, not talked about enough considering the cap ramifications, so... I, I that's why I really want to take a look at if they play those five games. If they play those extra five games, if they get to seventy games, and if they fulfill whatever contracts they have, how much does that help? And I know that's a question for Albert Namad, um, but I, I I imagine the Heat are monitoring that really closely. It's also going to be really interesting just jumping in. Uh, I mean, either so either you jump in and what you play five, roughly five games. Is that sort yeah, of the they're at, they're at the Heat sit at sixty five games so far. Okay, so you do that, equal everyone out, and then I guess that's sort of your preseason. I mean, this is a long break, man. This is a really long break. So to go in and like not play any other team until the playoffs, or you know, those are super important games to people that are low seated teams. You know, I mean, that could be you know, it could really define if they make it or not. So I that's just a whole wrinkle too, man. Like it, this whole thing is really, is really 
Just wild. Like I said, not even for heat position because the Heat are like in a spot where everyone's separated by about two games. So a five-game thing could matter, especially if a team comes off rusty. You know, you can jump a couple teams in the standings with some quick wins or not or whatever. And then where would they play those games? Are teams are teams traveling? Are they just playing at that of that new or those neutral locations or the team miss home games? You know what I mean? Like those are obviously a bunch of factors to play in here. Um, feel bad for for guys like Zion, right? Just just missing the cut. It, it wouldn't even appear mathematically feasible, unless you know played nineteen games. You know what I mean? So he's he's got a career ahead of him. Like I don't feel. Like... Oh yeah, but it, it's still it, it sucks. And I know a lot of people in the league, and and I know I, I did I really did I, I really wanted to see that team in the playoffs. Brand they were, surgeon, they awesome. were surgeon, man. Like yeah, I, I thought they were gonna make it in. I, I thought there was a there was a real chance of that, but. It was something telling me that the Spurs would somehow get in if they did the you know the playoff plus and they allowed teams to go for the playoff race. Just that the Spurs would just somehow make it in because they're the Spurs. Buddy, they are a surging before. Weren't they surging before the the season shut down? Um, they have a five and five record in their last ten. Oh, with with uh one win streak. Last time the Spurs a missed the playoffs like that, but not only, but then just also just had kind of like a eh record. They're four games out of eight. Normally, they're way they, under five hundred. Yeah, they either make the playoffs or they are getting a pick. They are, <laughs> yeah. Oof, that's I their. Mean, they're, the Spurs are two games ahead of Phoenix for that coveted bottom three spot in the West. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like guys like Cat even go play. You know, Cat yeah, Carl know. Anthony Towns lost his mother to COVID. Um, they're the second worst team in the league behind the Warriors. Never mind. The Cavs and the Hawks are worse. Woof. Well, and then this would seal it. I mean, this this you 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 have a finals appearance to the worst record. Do do the teams like sit guys out? Like, does Devin Booker make that trip? You know what I mean? Like, does does Draymond make that trip? Does Cat? Does does Trey Young? You know what I mean? Like, do no these way guys... Draymond is making that trip. <laughs> no way. Zero chance, dude. So what's gonna? We talked about in the beginning of the show that, that there's so many factors because it's such an unprecedented situation. They're gonna be playing in a small gym. That's everything is gonna be completely different from the normal NBA environment that they typically play in. What can come out of that? I'm trying to like brainstorm. Like that's what I that's what I started. What are some like funny things that can happen because of that. I'm trying to because you just know that there's gonna be some stuff like that. I, people really want the court mic'd. I have I just players would not go for that. There's just no, no. chance the players association would want the court mic'd. Like players fans are delusional. I think the NBA itself wouldn't go for that. They, Bro, like nobody would want we're that. A family league, we're... Bro, yeah. <laughs> Do you really want whatever Draymond's saying on the court in public? At Disney. <laughs> At Disney. Not a chance. Draymond's foul mouth at Disney. We want whatever God knows what Jimmy Butler says to other players. Oh man, I would love to know what Jimmy says to TJ Warren. I would love the court mic for that. Uh, I hope we can send. I pay an extra fifty bucks a year to have uh, a league pass. Have league pass, league pass plus. I mean, seriously, they want to make up for some of that lost money, man. Bro, I'd pay fifty dollars a league for a league pass that actually works. That's fine for me. Oh god, it's awful. Fix that league pass. Charge extra. They should charge extra to be able to hear what the players are saying. See, Johnny, I don't really feel bad for you because I know you're only using league pass to watch fucking Raptors games. 
Well, yeah, I live in Miami. What else am I going to use League Pass for? I watch Luca. I don't care. I watch Luca. I, 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 you know, I catch future Hedo Bradley Beal sometimes. Mm. You know what I mean? I catch some Bucks games to see future Hedo Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's gonna suck when Brooklyn trades for Bradley Beal. No, dude, that's not gonna happen. Brooklyn and like OKC comes out of nowhere. They're like, we traded three picks. Bro, mm. Spencer Spencer Dimwitty and his weird ass wanting Bitcoin for a contract, no sé qué vaina, has totally blown up his face. Yeah, he didn't even reach two thousand dollars. No, that was so funny. He started some GoFundMe or to decide where he plays, which is probably a violation of the CBA. I don't think you can crowdfund shit like that. Supposedly, it's not. He can, he was going back and forth with uh, Scott with Brian on Twitter. <laughs> really? Yeah, because Scott with Brian went like on a rant, just like three three straight tweets about Spencer Dinwiddie kind of being more about money than about winning. It was a little weird. Bro, he plays for the Nets. Leave him alone. What do you want him to be about? He's on the Nets right now. I mean, if you're yeah, not about money, then what? This, you can't win right now. That team's pretty bad. So did KD say that he's not going to come back? This season, yeah, KD, KD has said. And th- Sean Marks is just like, well, you know, he's looking pretty good. And KD's <laughs> pretty consistently said, "I'm not playing." Bro, you think yeah, KD well, wants to? You think KD wants? Listen, we saw what happened last year. Do you think KD wants to come back without real training camp and play his first game guarding LeBron James? You think that's what he wants? Oh yeah, because they would get the Lakers. They play the Lakers. Right? You think that KD wants to be put <laughs> through the fucking LeBron and AD ringer? Get the fuck out of here! No way. KD's like, nah, man. Kyrie, you're on your own, dude. And playing on a team, you have no idea how that chemistry is going to work out. Spencer Dimwitty, that's for you. The thing with KD is that we know he said it for years and years that he's always been the number two to LeBron, right? So what if that's like a motivator for him to get on the court instead of the opposite effect that that we're saying it is that's going to have on him? Repeat that what? Like, what is... That might be a motivator to get him on the court. KD? To meet up in the first round, right? You're crazy. I don't think KD's coming off an Achilles surgery. The first basketball he plays is a playoff engaged LeBron and Anthony Davis. No way. The people around him end up telling him, you know, that's not a good idea. There's just too many risks involved. So the uh, anti-Warriors, anti-Bob Myers. I think there would be a chance of that, except KD, you know, he missed all those games and then came into the Raptors series. And then got hurt. See, that's right the thing. If he wouldn't so, have already made this executive decision last year, yeah, yeah, yeah I think, he would I, think I think there's an no angle way. to this. Yeah, no way. Um, we're, we're kind of running out of time. Tyler looks pretty healthy. Tyler's on on boats with Instagram models, engaging in hair discourse. T- Twitter bullied Tyler off of his haircut. I found that funny. I can't believe it. Tyler got bullied off his haircut after Alf said it was okay. <laughs> yeah, because once Alf says it's okay. Al- it. Once Alf says it's okay, I mean, it must be Alf, when Alf954 on Twitter says it's okay, then. Just so Ty- Tyler Hero got bullied off of his haircut. He's with some Instagram model that I had never heard of. Who is she? I mean, she's exactly what you said. She's an Instagram model, super famous. Everybody's extremely jealous of Tyler Hero. Super so famous? Cool. Define super famous. Instagram model famous is what I'm saying. Is she more famous than TJ Warren? Probably. 